Okay, this is another exciting episode of Two Girls Orn. I'm Sheila. And I'm Kelly. And tonight we're talking about um, really, are you where you thought you would be? So let's let's get into it. So Kelly, do you think that you are where you where you thought or imagined you'd be at by this age, um, by this point in your life? You know, when I was a kid, I never really thought much about it. Like, honestly, I just lived completely in the moment. But once I started to get a little older, I gave it some serious consideration. And I always imagined that I was going okay. to lead this epic life, that I would be speaking 10 languages and traveling the world and that I'd, I'd have friends everywhere and I'd be mm-hmm. outrageously successful as a scientist or some oh. s- something like that. But, um, you know, I'm not exactly where I imagined I'd be, but for the most part, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with, with where I'm at. I, I kind of do wish that I, <laughs> I could speak more than than one language. I've been working at it. Um, there are various websites I go to where I've been perfecting my German skills and learning French. But for the most part, um, for the most part, English is really my my only language. Um, I have traveled the world, um, not in the way I, I may have imagined, but um, but I have done some traveling. I've you know, I, I got my bachelor's in a in a semi scientific field. Um, no, I'm not a, a great scientist, revered by many, like I I had imagined. But um, okay. but I'm pretty okay with where I am. How about you, Sheila? Are you where you thought you'd be? Hell no, <laughs> not even not even <laughs> not even close. But you know what? I'm actually okay with where I'm at, and I think as far as direction where I'm going, so I'm okay with it. I mean, in my twenties, yeah, I used to you know when I would think about where I was at at that time, it would bum me out because especially compared to other people um, that I knew, I was nowhere near where they were at as far as, you know, career and, and you know, relationships or, or things like that. As I've gotten older, I've become comfortable, not comfortable, but I'm okay with where I'm at, that my path is my path and I can't, you know, I can't compare my path or direction to someone else's. Right. So, yeah, so right now, I mean, I'm okay with where I'm at because I know, personally, I, I think I've finally found something I, I like doing doing which which is being an entrepreneur i like being an entrepreneur i like having ideas and trying to and working on those ideas and trying to get those ideas out to the world so that seems like that's my path and i'm i'm okay with that especially the uncertainty yeah i've always seen you as a very creative type so it seems like you finally found your niche yeah i mean i I like coming up with ideas for crazy stuff (laughs) and trying to see if i can make if i can make those things work um but yeah but yeah again as i get older i care less about I think what other people think or what other people think where I should be at. You should be here. You should be doing this. Well, not everyone's meant to do everything. Right. Right. As you said, we all have our own individual unique paths and we have to remain true to them because we're all we're all different. Right. Which. Yeah. Which is, you know, definitely um, true. Now, one of the things you mentioned is that when you were younger, you know, you imagine that you would travel the world and you, you actually have done that. Like, how many countries have you been to? Um, to be honest with you, I'm I'm not sure. I'd have to um, I'd have to make a list. I've been to um, I've been to several continents and I've been to a few. Um, I've been to Europe a number of times, so I'd have to I'd have to actually take out a piece of paper and and write down all the the countries I've been to. But it's um it's a sizable number, and um I really I really wow. enjoy traveling. It not only broadens the horizons, broadens your own 
internal horizons, but it makes the world, I, I know this sounds kind of contradictory, but the world seems both larger and smaller at the same time. Oh. <laughs> it, it's, I know, that sounds, okay. I mean, the more you travel, the more you realize there's so much more to see on the one hand, oh, okay. but then on the other hand, mm. everything starts to seem a little bit smaller. It seems like more like one world community than a bunch of okay. separate mm. countries. So it's, it's well, that sounds like a contradictory statement. That's, I guess that's just the way I, I, I felt, the way I feel about it. Okay, sounds good. Now, as far as like um, relationship wise, are you where you thought you would be? Like, did you think you'd be in like a certain relationship space? To be honest with you, I never, I never really thought about it as a child, like, a, or as a teenager or a young adult. Like, I just, I didn't give it much consideration. I know that sounds bizarre, but it's just, it's not something okay. that, that consumed too much of my time. Um, I, when I was in high school, I had, I had boyfriends, and I guess at some point, maybe I imagined that I'd, I'd be I'd be more serious and more settled. But um, mm -hmm. as I got older, I never really felt this urgency or any any specific desire to get to a certain point relationship-wise. And so it's, mm -hmm. in a way, I could say I'm not, ex I, I'm, I am in a relationship right now. And in a way, I could say it's not where I expected to be because I didn't really, I never really imagined myself to be, um, to have found someone and to, and to be yeah. in a committed relationship. I always pictured I'd, that my whole life would be a series of, of flings. And so in that you died like an old spinster with a bunch of cats yep, who, and you wind up dead and they eat your face after you die. <laughs> is that what you imagine? That, that actually is kind of how I imagined it. I imagined like the, you know, the, the crazy old aunts, you know, that's kind of how I pictured myself, <laughs> the <laughs> Auntie Mame or something. <laughs> But, um, so in a way, it actually has surprised me how, um, how domestic I'm suddenly feeling. It's, it, it's Ooh. a surprising, um, surprising turn of events. So, um, <laughs> in that respect, um, no, um, relationship-wise, this, this is not where I expected to be. Huh. How about you, So it's kind of like, um, no, I, I, I thought, at least, especially when I was in my 20s, I thought by, you know, by my mid-30s, you know, I have a kid or, you know, something like that. Maybe married, I don't know. Who knows? And no, has not turned out that way. But I can't really say I'm disappointed that I'm not married and that I don't have any any kids, especially considering the way things are going in the world right now. I'm like, ooh, I'm glad I don't have any kids. <laughs> This would be really depressing having to explain certain things um, to my kids. So, no, didn't turn out the way I thought, but I'm not upset about that. In fact, you know, like I'm, I'm digging my whole being free thing. Like I, I don't have to worry about someone else if I want to do something. I don't have to worry about that. Oh, I need to think about other people. I can just worry about myself, which is awesome. But I don't but I don't want to be the old lady with a house with a house full of cats who gets her, you know, face eaten off. Like she dies in her apartment alone and her face gets eaten off. I don't want I don't want to be that lady. Yeah, I'm a little relieved now that I'm not going to be that lady. I mean, I I I had expected okay. to <laughs> I had expected to be her one day, but but you just, that's the thing about life that I've discovered. You just don't really, well, at least in my
my case, I didn't really know what I wanted. I I, I found that, I mean, there were, there were certain things I wanted for myself, but I didn't really, they weren't really what I thought I wanted in a way. As I'm getting older, I guess I'm realizing more and more of what I, what I really want. And I'm finding that I'm actually, I'm either on the path towards what I, what I really want, or I've already, I've already reached the basically the the intended goal in a sense there i'm always progressing forwards but um but i'm realizing now as i'm aging i'm realizing what it is that i that i want and i just didn't really know it when i was younger so i'm kind of in a way i'm glad i didn't get exactly what i what i wanted because right really wasn't what I wanted at all. Yeah, because sometimes it feels like a trap. Like some people get exactly what they want or they follow the path that they've always been told, you're going to do this, this, and this. And then they wake up one day and realize, I didn't want any of this at all. I'm not happy on this path. You know, so you're going to be... You're going to go to school, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be successful, you're going to be rich, blah, blah, blah. And then some people just wake up and like, oh my gosh, I'm not happy being a doctor. I, I don't want any of this. I've always wanted to do something else. You, you know, you kind of like see that sometimes or, you know, you read about how people have changed like their careers. Like they've gone from, you know, working on Wall Street or being a high paid lawyer to opening a bakery right, in some right. small town. <laughs> You know, you realize that, like, there's a lot of people who are following a a path, a direction that was never theirs. Right. You know, like your parents tell you, you know, you're going to go to college, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And, you know, and you do all those things and you turns out like, wait a minute, I'm not happy the way I thought I would be or the way I was told I would, I would be happy. Yes, it kind of reminds me of that, um, of that quote. I'm I'm not sure exactly where it came from. Maybe a Disney movie. (laughs) But um, that expression, be careful what you wish for because you might just get it. Exactly. Exactly. Like you may, you may get everything you want. Like I'm going to get the really handsome guy. And then it turns out the guy is a jerk or, you know, those things. So I was like, yeah, be careful what you wish for because what, what you wish for may not necessarily be what you want or, or the best thing for you. Right. It, it could just wind up being a trap. That's my thoughts. But I could be wrong. Yes, those that's very interesting, I think. So what else off of this? So what else is new in the world with you? I mean, you, you're doing a lot of tutoring. Yes, lately, I, have right? been, I have been doing a lot of tutoring. Um, the summer is, is the summer session is drawing to an end. So a lot of my students Woo-hoo. have their final exams. So I've been preparing awesome. them as best I could for those exams and Hopefully they'll all get A's and tell their friends about yeah. me and be like, I had this awesome tutor and she led me to an A. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I've been I've been doing a lot of tutoring and I've been looking for new students for the fall. I've even been considering nice. um, tutoring on Skype, but the possibility of tutoring on Skype yeah. so I could get some students who aren't local you know it's, it's okay. convenient for days that are really hot or days that are snowy this way you know, i could mm-hmm. i could still tutor students without having to leave the house um that would be great yes what about you sheila anything new with you well not really work wise basically same shit different day <laughs> <laughs> go to work talk to the crazy customers Um, No, but I actually am kind of doing something new, like, okay, because I work in a call center. So obviously, like, you know, phone calls have to be monitored to make sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing. So I am now going to be doing that, like monitoring some people's phone calls, like 
as their promotion. coach. Not really. It's not like I'm getting more money. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, what's cool about it, I think, or at least I hope what's going to be good about that opportunity is that I'll be able, you know, it's more like I, I consider the people I work with, like we're all part of a team. Like we have a goal. In my mind, our goal is to get through these phone calls and just get these people off the phone on and off. Like we just get them on and off, you know, but yeah, but I'm, I'm hoping at least in part some of the things I've learned from other jobs to help help my fellow operators get through their phone calls and and deal with the crazy people without because sometimes when you're dealing with people on the phone it's you know it's easy to get frustrated especially because they're like like oh my gosh why are you so stupid (laughs) (laughs) why customer why you want to cuss them out but you can't do it yeah but yeah so that's as far as work goes that is interesting hopefully (sighs) in a few months we'll be able to move I can't wait because it'll be great to have like my own my own place again, my own kitchen, yes. just my own space. So that will be nice. That's gonna be that will be. You know that I reminded me of something while you were kind of talking about the daily grind. It reminded me of a. I mean, you touched on this earlier, but it reminded me of a, a story of a man. Um, I don't I don't remember all the details, but he had a regular nine to five job, and yeah. he essentially um just quit his job so that he could I think ride his bike six months of the year all over the world oh. yeah yeah he works he works um, six months of the year and the other six months he he travels the world on his bike so, wow that's crazy yeah I mean that's crazy awesome I, mean, I know that's great <laughs> that he's able to that he's you know able to to do that yeah. and I, I mean I've, and I've read you know I've read those stories and heard those stories of people who just you know kind of you know what I'm not going to do the daily rat race anymore I'm you know I want to travel the world you know and they figure out a way to to make money so they can do what they what they love to do what they're passionate about and they figure out a way to to you know like ride my bike six months out of the year but you know work six months and that way you know so they like downsize or you know they you know they just like work a bunch of jobs and then it was like I'm out of here. I'm gonna ride my bike, or I'm gonna travel the world, or yeah, they they quit their jobs whatever. and sell their houses yeah. and put all their possessions in storage and just live their their childhood dreams of sailing around the world or basically mm-hmm. um, anything <laughs> anything that they ever wanted to do. And they just they just leave it all behind, leave their previous lives behind, uh, and you know it's it's pretty brave actually to. I mean it's it's it could be either brave or stupid depending on how you look at it. Right. Which is funny. Which is you know that you you bring up. It's weird, like especially like when you're downsizing. Yeah. You don't real like at the time when you have a lot of stuff, you think you need all that stuff, and then when you downsize, you realize how how little you actually need to not not just to survive, but just to be happy. You realize, you know what, I I don't miss such and such. Like right now, I don't have cable, you know, and I used to be a huge cable. Like, no, I have to have cable. It's a necessity. <laughs> I need it in my life. <laughs> One of the Man. basic food groups or on Maslow's exactly. hierarchy of needs. Exactly. It's like, no, I need cable. I need, you know what I'm saying? I need cable. And then now that I don't have it, I realize I didn't need it at all. Like I was giving Comcast way too much money every month for channels that I wasn't watching anyway once I you know got rid of Comcast um and I realized wow I really didn't actually need cable I can still keep up with the shows that I like I may not be able to watch them that night 
but I can still watch them like the next day or, you know, or even like wait a few weeks and then just kind of like binge watch. Yeah, I mean, it'll be the same show. So. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, even though I'll be a day behind and I can't like join in on the, you know, the water cooler conversations about, you know, Scandal or um, Empire or, you know, the mini projects or any of these other shows, I can still wa- watch and enjoy those shows like a day later or a few days later. It's not that big of a deal. Like, I don't need to give, you know, cable company my money <laughs> to watch those. Like, I can, you know, figure out other ways to watch those shows for free yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, just just pay for um, for internet every month or right now using internet from, you know, through my phone. But yeah, you realize how little you actually need to be happy. Like you think you need a big house and you downsize, you you know, realize, well, I didn't need the big house. I could be happy in one room and it's, you know, and it's fine because, you know, if all you're really going to do is like eat and sleep and maybe, you know, watch something or read, then you really don't need that much space. Yeah, yeah. And it's another thing, too, is that going back to our expectations um, of our future lives, I mean, why why did we want these things for ourselves at, at one point? The reason we wanted these these things is because we thought they would make us happy. That's basically yeah. the whole, um, I suppose, the whole reason for those expectations. If, if I can do all of these things, I can buy all of these things, and this is where I want to be, yeah. and this is what I need in order to be happy. And so it all really comes back to what what is it that would make you happy? Yeah, I think it's not even just also that we thought those things would make us happy. It's also we were told they would make us happy. Like our parents told us, you know, you, you, you'll have a wonderful life. You know, you'll go to college, you'll get married, yeah. you'll have kids. Well, you'll have, you know, the nice house and the cars and, you know, take great vacations and blah, blah, blah. And so you're, you're told you're going to have this amazing life and then it turns out not to be that way. Yeah, it's like, it's like all these ingredients and you put them together and here's like recipe for a fantabulous life. Yeah, like all of these things, shake them put them up. together and you'll have a, shake it up, you'll have a great life. Right. And it turns out, damn it, I was sold a bad bill of goods. Right, because it's just different like, Thanks, for everyone. Exactly. You have to find the thing that makes you happy and, and lead your life according to those principles of, of what makes you happy and what you want, what you need in order to be happy. Right, right. And that was my <laughs> moment of zen there, so. There you, there you have it, folks. Kelly's uh, moment of, of, as she said, zen, her, her wisdom <laughs> for the night. Here's something funny. So Sharon was reading, um, she was reading this advice column, uh-huh. and this guy wrote in about his girlfriend. Like, she had lost her job, like, six years ago, uh-huh. but she hasn't worked since. Oh, she, she claims that she's depressed and you know and she she's you know like monday through friday she sits around the house watching tv 16 hours a day but let it be the weekend and she's going out with her with her girlfriends partying it up and he wanted to know if he could you know if it was okay for him to leave her and the advice was like yeah because you're you're not helping her and it it's not that she's depressed she doesn't want to work and you and her parents are enabling her. And that also reminds me of something. I read this column called Ask a Manager, which I think is like askamanager.org or something like that, which is great. It's people um, send in work-related questions to someone who was a was a, um, a hiring manager, an HR manager. And she answers questions. And this guy wrote in saying that he doesn't like to work. Oh. Not that he, not that he doesn't like his job. Uh-huh. 
he doesn't like to work. It wouldn't matter what kind of job it was. He does not like work. He has always never liked to work. He was like, when he was a kid, he never liked doing chores. He does not like to work. He doesn't want to work. He was like, he probably would be happier, you know, being unemployed and homeless than working. But he has to work because he has a wife and a daughter who needs support. Right. And and the advice he was given um, by the, by the columnist person who writes um, Ask a Manager was that especially because I think right now like his wife doesn't work because they had agreed that she would stay home and take care of their daughter and Ask a Manager was like well maybe your wife can go back to work and you could be you know you could stay at home with your daughter or you both can work part time like she works part time you work part time and then you use the other hours to do whatever it is that you enjoy doing. And I found that interesting, again, because, again, this guy, it wasn't that he, he didn't like his job. He just didn't like to work at all. But but I found that interesting, especially because, like, you know, I appreciate at least this guy who's honest. Yeah, I know. He doesn't like I to know. work. He came it's right like, out with like, it. Right. No beating around the bush. You know, you know, I don't like to work. Coming right out with it. It's like, right. Like, it wouldn't matter what kind of job it was. I don't like to work. <laughs> period. I don't like getting up to go. I don't <laughs> like to work. I don't want to do it. But that also reminds me of, like, people who just, like, since we're kind of talking about work who hate their job you know i've worked on jobs with people who've been there for decades and hated working there because that you know especially after a while you start making decent money yes. and you know people are able to buy they're able to buy houses they're able to buy cars you know all, all the material uh things that we look at as success but they hate their jobs so the job that's paying them to do, to do all this they hate that job like they hate coming in they don't want to be there like they're just miserable and of course you're like why don't you just quit exactly because then i'd have but then you know the answer usually is because then i'd have to start at the bottom somewhere else right my mother always had the saying the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know and i think that's a thing a lot of people operate under is that i'd rather be here and be miserable because at least i know what to expect than have to go somewhere else start all over again and you know try to work my way back up and then what if this other job is worse than the one I just left? So I'm, I think I'll just, I'm good. I'll just stay with Right. And when you think about today's economy, you don't know how long it's going to take you to find another job. So exactly. it seems a little, um, a little uncertain to, to, yeah. to actually quit a well-paying job or a job that you're familiar with in the hopes of possibly finding something better or possibly not finding exactly. anything at all. <laughs> yeah, and that's, the, and that's the other thing. Like, like competition for jobs is crazy. Like, jobs that used to not, where you didn't get a college degree, you need a college degree for now. Like, especially, like, in leasing, like, to be a leasing consultant. Yeah, there's, like, you a used really to not steep need a college degree. for a lot of these jobs. Right. Like, you, you learn on the job, but because employers now have more options, they can kind of, you know, cherry pick. They can pick and choose who they want to hire. So, of course, when you're, you know, in that situation, you now require more. Okay, you need a college degree. To make $12 an hour? Really? <laughs> I need a college degree now? And it's true. Like, you know, when I was looking for leasing jobs uh-huh. after I left my last job, there was a lot of jobs that, again, wanted you to have a college degree. I'm like, you don't need a college degree to lease apartments. You just need to be able to you know sell you just need to know how to sell how to talk to people and get them to give up their money that's (laughs) easier 
said than done. But still, I'm like, you don't need a college degree. It was never one of those positions. But, you know, more schools teach property management. Um, so that was one thing. And then the other, again, with the economy, it's like, well, if I can, you know, if I have, if there's more people than jobs, I can sh- I can pick who I want. Like, for instance, like, um, like do you kind of know the history of Wall Street? So on Wall Street, traders didn't used to need a college degree or even like an advanced degree. In fact, there used to be legendary traders who like barely graduated high school. Some didn't even get to high school. They were like eighth grade dropouts. Wow, I didn't know that. (laughs) But then like some of the, you know, big Wall Street um, brokerages, whatever, started requiring that their their traders, their associates had at least a college degree. So once the one started to require that, then the others started to require that, too. And then you could so now you can't even like really get on Wall Street if you don't at least have a bachelor's or a master's in something. But yeah, you did used to not have to do all that like back in the day. Wow, that is news could, to me. Like you could barely have like yeah, you could barely have an eighth grade education and you know, as long as you were sharp and you know, and you know, could speak well and then you could have a job on Wall Street. Yeah. True story true story. Read it in a book somewhere. Um See, it was yeah, an educational moment. Yeah, see? Not only is this show fun, it's also educational. We teach people stuff sometimes, every now and then. Every once in a while, we drop some knowledge on the folks. <laughs> but <laughs> keeping, okay, keeping things on a lighter thing. So are there any movies that you're interested in seeing that are coming out for the fall? At the moment, I cannot think of anything. I would have to look in the weekly to get an idea of, of what's coming out. Yeah, off, offhand, I, I really, I'm really not familiar with the new lineup of films. What about you, Sheila? I know you're a big film buff. Um, I am. I actually just saw the trailer for, um, for the Steve Jobs movie. I think it's called Jobs. I think. I don't know. Anyway, with Michael Fassbender. <laughs> oh, partly... your man crush. Yes. yes. You know, I love me some Michael Fassbender. Even though I'm kind of skeptical because I'm like, he doesn't look anything like Steve Jobs. He's, he's much better looking than Steve Jobs. <laughs> no, Steve Jobs recipes and whatnot. No, no diss to Steve Jobs. He, you know, Steve Jobs wasn't a bad looking dude. But I mean, Michael Fassbender and him look nothing like. So anyway, but yeah, so I finally um, got to see the trailer for the movie and you know once i get past the fact that michael fassbender looks nothing like steve jobs <laughs> you know it looks like it's gonna be a good movie yeah. so i'm like i'm kind of excited to see this i know it comes out in october wasn't i think the, it's uh, october 9th wasn't there another biopic about steve jobs that starred ashton kutcher yes and i actually saw that movie oh. and it wasn't a bad movie oh. that's the weird part like it, it wasn't actually a bad it was not a bad movie at all i just think people didn't take it seriously because it starred ashton kutcher and because he's known for comedic roles, right. so I was like, uh, why would ever see this guy in a serious role? Yeah, it was kind of so hard to get past why, that. Yeah, I think for, for a lot of people. But, I mean, if you get past that, it's actually it's actually a good movie because you see about the founding of you know, the beginnings of Apple and, and, you know, kind of everything that went along with that, like the ups and downs with that, Steve Jobs getting uh, fired from his own company, <laughs> you know good movie but yeah but i'm kind of excited to see this movie and i know the don cheetle um miles davis biopic miles ahead is coming out oh yeah i love at some don point cheetle. also um, i used to work at the oh. public library and he was one uh-huh. of the patrons and he was just a really nice down-to-earth no. guy i mean he was he was, really? he was he was so nice he wasn't full of himself or arrogant didn't expect special treatment he just came in like a regular guy and <laughs> checked out books <laughs> so nice you, as long as I've known you, you've never mentioned that. 
sorry. I, I just it's like you, my you mind. told me about your you, you told me the Elijah Wood stories, which <laughs> which is a whole different podcast. You told me those, but you never mentioned Don Cheadle. Now I'm curious. Anyone else famous who has ever come into the library? Um, yeah, yeah. Adam Sandler, Evan Handler, uh-huh. the two Handlers. Um, oh, there were a whole bunch of others. I, I can't think of them offhand. Oh, Owen Wilson used to come in. He was a real jerk, by the way. Oh. Um, Luke Wilson mm. came in, too. Um, I didn't really have a problem with him. He wasn't friendly, but he wasn't an asshole, either. <laughs> it's a podcast, Kelly. You can curse. <laughs> I feel so naughty. I, <laughs> I said I the A word. You d- you do realize I curse all the time on on our podcast, right? Yes, I know, but I'm a good girl. Mm, no comment. <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on that. I'm keeping that to myself. Okay, okay. So famous patrons of the library, which I'm like, wow. I I didn't think Adam Sandler would be a guy who would you know uh go to the public library. But hey, you know, you you never know. The unlikeliest of people. Okay. Way to go, Adam Sandler. Yeah, he was a really nice guy, too. I mean, he was another one who was just so um, humble. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Well, I think that about wraps things up for this edition of Two Girls Orn. So until next time, I'm Sheila. I'm Kelly. Okay, and again, this is Two Girls Orn. Have a great night. Bye.